Welcome to Granite State Matters, the busy person's way to catch up with what's happening in Concord. Because the extremists are taking over the state house, And what you don't know can hurt you. Our next guest today is Representative Kat McGee. Kat is the deputy ranking member of the House Science, Technology, and Energy Committee. She's also a program manager with emphasis in project management. Kat is a member of the House Science, Technology, and Energy Committee. Can you speak to us about the state's 10-year energy strategy report and maybe tell us in layman's terms what it is and what it could have been? Sure. The 10-year energy strategy report is a blueprint for where the state's energy efforts are at and a vision for where those efforts are headed. Although it's a 10-year strategy report, the statutory requirement is that the state revisit and revise it every three years. Its purpose is to outline the state's long-term plans for cleaning up our energy sector, meaning lowering carbon emissions, which in turn helps New Hampshire remain competitive in the region. It was often compiled by energy consultants who would outline how we were doing against our stated goals and then define targets to keep us progressing. This report was compiled by New Hampshire's Office of Energy Planning up until Governor Sununu came into office. He disbanded the Office of Energy Planning and relegated energy to the Office of Strategic Initiatives, which did a lot of other things. The OSI energy folks focused mostly on administering federal funding, like to the fuel assistance program and the like. Although they did compile a 10-year energy strategy report in 2018, and we're currently waiting uh, for the 2021 version out of the new DOE, these reports have become a recap of energy data without any really strategic plans or long-term planning. Hey, welcome, Kat. How has the Sununu administration helped or hindered state efforts? Where to begin? Um, I was very naive in my desire to work in a bipartisan way on energy policy. I had heard the Science, Technology, and Energy Committee worked in a bipartisan way, agreeing on science and data. Um, This is not the case today. In my first term, Democrats were in the majority, and we were... Uh, We passed several bipartisan energy bills. Um, There were 57 vetoes in that term, so most of what we tried to do did not get passed. Uh, Two important ones in particular, raising the net metering cap so that anyone contributing local sustainable energy could recover the value of that contribution, and continued support for the state's biomass industry, which makes up about 6% of New Hampshire's local electric generation, or anyway it used to, um, while supporting New Hampshire's healthy forests. So both bills were important and both had bipartisan support. Most importantly, we had enough votes for a veto-proof majority. Um, Governor Sununu didn't like the politics of Democrats passing these bills, and so he spoke with the GOP House members before veto override day and asked them to switch their votes and uh, let his vetoes stand, and uh, he he got his way. And the New Hampshire Forestry Society, the biomass operators, and the landowners who maintain large swaths of forest because they can provide low-grade timber to local energy plants were all ignored in our public hearings. Uh, These vetoes, coupled with the lack of defined goals to address climate disruption, got me thinking that maybe the governor is inclined toward greater fossil fuel dependence on purpose. And Americans for Prosperity, the political arm of fossil fuel giant Coke Industries, has been very good to this governor and his party in New Hampshire. Coming from a project management background, I can say that a lack of strategy 
is a strategy. And you can follow our bi-weekly podcasts at your favorite podcast provider. Because the extremists are taking over the state house. And what you don't know can hurt you.